0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another True Potential Do More With Your Money podcast. This is episode 116 and in the words of Frankie goes to Hollywood, relax. This is the Staying Calm During Market Volatility podcast. And the reason you and we can all stay calm is because we've got the best in the business here looking after your money. And we have four of them uh, around the table today. So let's meet them. Let's start with uh, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Peter. You welcome well? back. I'm very well. Yes, she are you? Did. Yes. Good to see you. Uh, Good to see you on a Thursday. Normally we record these podcasts on a Friday morning, but we're doing it on a Thursday for a change. Bit of variety. Absolutely, variety is indeed the spice of life. Neil, good to see you as well. Neil Arena. Hi Peter. Welcome back to the podcast. Paul's on as well. Hi Paul. Hi Peter. Uh, Good to see you. And Mark Henderson's joining us this week as well. Hello Mark. Hi Peter. Hiya and. I feel like I've seen lots of you today and it's nice to get in the studio with you and uh, and talk about markets, which we're going to get into very, very shortly. But first, can I just ask about the uh, the True Potential apparel? If you've watched the question and answer podcast last week, you'll know that there was a question in about the various different styles of attire that we wear. And uh, as Greg Lang answered the question, you, you join True Potential, you get a gilet, you stick around long enough, you get the arms sewn on. How long have you got to be here to get the, the full suit? A long time. A long time, Neil. A long time. How many years is a long time? How many oh, years have you been here? At least 10. 10? 10? And Mark's, you've been here well since day one. Since, day, of, since day one. Yeah, yeah, so I can yeah, tell yeah. a different caliber in the soup that you get. Clearly, <laughs> his, is, his is faded. That's what it <laughs> <laughs> has been washed too many times. <laughs> well, if you shop Marks and Spencers, that's what happens. Wow. Um, look, we're going we're gonna to talk today about uh, market volatility. You know, it's fair to say we've had a lot of um, uh, questions and comments in from clients, and we have a lot of clients, so it's not it's not unusual that we get that kind of feedback. But it's it's a, it is a hot topic at the moment, and our job is not the same as the newspapers and the TV, whose job it is to imply to apply hype and hyperbolate to that and and think about news cycles. We're going to try and cut well through all that today and just give you uh, the honest assessment of what is going on in the markets. And and, uh, and we'll talk about goal setting and, and what why, you know, being invested for the long term is still the right course. And we'll get into some of that uh, very, very shortly with the team today from uh, our investment management team. But before that, Jeff, would you just maybe touch on uh, the week so far in markets and what you've yeah. noticed and what's been um, going on?
1: I think the, the the real thing that the markets have been focused on this week has been very much about central banks mm. and the response that we would be seeing from central banks to the yeah. inflation backdrop that we've been discussing for, for many months now um, in terms of morning markets, these podcasts, in terms of what has been happening there. And really, what have we, we seen in, in asset markets this week? It's just the reaction to those policy changes starting to, to come through. So We saw in the the US last night the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates there by 50 basis points or 0.5%. First time they've increased of of that magnitude and we have to go back to the year 2000 um, for a a similar Mm. rate move. Um, Then today we've had um, the Bank of England increasing by 0.25% taking interest rates for the base rate here up to to 1% there. So that has played through in asset markets it creates fluctuations it creates the volatility that we'll we'll discuss today different reactions in bond markets different reactions in, in equity markets but also in currency markets mm. all things that come together in a diversified portfolio in different ways um, in terms of the impact that we see there so really if we take the step back from that and try and think about what's been been driving a lot of that change. It's very similar to the the factors that we've been talking about as an investment team, as a, as a business over the course of twenty twenty two. It's about inflation, where it has got to. Mm-hmm. It's about the need to normalise monetary policy post a very strong economic recovery and um, post COVID. And those those things continue to be there. Obviously, we've introduced other things into to to the the backdrop, and we think about. Russia and Ukraine mm-hmm. um, and how that's been impacting um, asset markets as well. So similar themes to what we've been discussing through the mm-hmm.
0: year really, but
1: coming to the fore this week with central bank activity. And
0: was the interest rate rise uh, today, on the day we're recording this, was that was that anticipated? So yeah, very
1: much. So the, the, the market was expecting mm-hmm.
0: uh, the Bank of England to move at the,
1: the 25 basis points that it did. The, the interesting one was probably uh, the US last night where there had been some discussion. A number of Federal Reserve Board members had mentioned maybe the need to increase rates by 0.75%. Oh they did take that off the table so we only had the 0.5 again pretty much priced by by the market at this point in time.
0: Okay well good well let's get into some of the uh, the core topic today around volatility but actually just before we do Mark I wanted to quickly just uh, come to you because you know you were one of the the five people that set true potential up back in 2007 and one of the founding principles and, and philosophies that we try to apply here is what we call skin in the game, yeah. uh, and it's and, and it, we should say that all all of us and, and, and everyone here is is uh, doesn't just work for True Potential, but as a client of True Potential, has money invested with this company. So why why do we take that approach? Why is that why is that important to, to True Potential?
2: I think Peter, you know, right from the very beginning, we decided as a, a senior partner team and management and staff that when we launched a new product or a new mm. service, that we would be the first to invest in it. So we would, we would see what a client would see. Mm-hmm. We would see it first. And it's a case of eating you know, your own cooking. You know, the, the, our, our wealth is dependent upon the return that of, of the portfolios, because that's where we're invested. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something we can say and we can stand in front of either clients or advisors and, and get that point over. We, we see what's happening. We see the volatility in our own daily um, valuations. And we look at things through the technology the true potential uh, mm-hmm. provides every client, mm-hmm. and it's exactly the same login, exactly the same app that the client gets that we use. Mm-hmm. So it is important that we actually experience yeah. what what every client is experiencing, Peter, mm-hmm. when that's happening, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of what Jeff said there. What's what's changed, I think, in the last probably 12 months, if not, well, go back two years to to, to, to the COVID um, situation, is that the speed of change is happening mm-hmm. almost a day yeah. which is why we had to say we're recording this on a Thursday rather than Friday, because yeah. it's four o'clock now. We don't know what's going to happen in the US market <laughs> between Graham editing this and it going out live tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's that speed of change, and there's, there's been a lot of events happening yeah. And the other thing that we get from the investment management firm is if Paul's on a call with a client Mm -hmm. explaining what's happened, explaining how we're positioning for the future, quite a few people say, am I in the right portfolio? And and Paul has to stop at that stage. I know it sounds ridiculous for a client who's dealing with true potential, Mm -hmm. but from the investment management side, the regulatory environment says that we can't, say, move your portfolio. Mm -hmm. That's where Neil comes in. We'll happily invest from defensive all the way through to aggressive, mm-hmm. but the portfolio that the client sits in should be that which is in, in, in uh, keeping with their long-term investment yeah. objective.
0: Yeah. yeah, and Neil, we'll come to you because Mark mentioned the the technology there and uh, I've noticed there are some companies out there that would prefer not p- clients not to have access to yeah. the opportunity to log in any day they want and see how, how they perform how their portfolio is doing we take a different view which is to treat people as adults and provide them with the technology to see their money and it is their money at the end of the day But yeah. we also do things like this podcast and, and you'll see copies of true insight in front of us on the wall yeah. and they're all available online on tplp.com you can go there and, and read the you know what Jeff and you guys have all been talking about for months about you know inflation and market volatility and long-term goals and opportunities but we, we do we do take a different view which is to give clients access but also education don't we yeah, there's a lot on the app. Uh, you know, it's
3: been recently refreshed, and you know, the app is probably the best in the business for giving a client exactly what they want. Mm. They've got a breakdown of their portfolio. They've got a accurate reflection of their goal. Their investment amount is on there. It's very interactive. You can talk to an advisor. You can talk to head office staff if you wish. Um, so there's a lot of you know stuff on there, um, and you know, it's it's very different to a couple of years ago. I was a financial advisor you know 15, 15 years ago and I used to go around door-to-door selling mm-hmm. and it used to be you know give the client an update of their portfolio which was a yearly statement and then you used to have a cup of tea and a biscuit and then you're on your way mm-hmm. um, but now they can just you know reach for their iPhone or their Android phone and just have a look at the balance mm-hmm. so there's, there's a lot more control in there for a client mm-hmm. and clients love it you know they see the feedback that we get is I've been onto the app, I've been onto my client side, oh, I can see, you know, the my portfolio has gone up, I can see what, um, you know, my money is invested in. And it
0: gives the client a lot more control. Yeah. Um, Paul, I mean, if you'd like, come at it from a, you know, and I'm not an investment manager, that's your job, not mine. So I, I can come at it from a sort of um, much more like, I suppose, like a client point of view, which is I, I you know, logged on to, um, just went on Google, actually, and looked at some of the markets this week. And I see, you know, one day various indexes might be up 1%, next day down 1%, mm-hmm. back up again 1%. Is, is that always present or are we in this period just now of, is it a bit more pronounced right now and a bit more, yeah. let's say is the noise a bit louder right now? Yeah. Because though that volatility isn't ever present with investing. You know that when you invest that there is going to be volatility. Is, is a lot of this just being overblown by the media or, or are we genuinely in a period of just a little bit more volume behind it?
4: I'd say, you know, over the last five, ten years we've got into this environment where inflation uh, volatility has been Mm. quite low Mm -hmm. and we've just been in a a period probably year to date where we've had a lot of things thrown at markets we've had lockdowns in china exacerbating supply chain issues exacerbating the inflation issue we've had ukraine russia exacerbating commodity prices Mm. we've had interest rates changing to try and fight inflation Mm -hmm there's been a lot of things to contend with, and that's making people nervous in commodity markets, FX, equity markets, uh, and fixed income. So this type of volatility is more unusual than say over the last 10 years, mm. um, but we'd expect it to settle down as some of these mm. uh, pressures start yeah. to ease the likes of supply chains, yeah. COVID, etc. And is that,
0: I guess, genuinely from you know inquisitive or, or you know curious it, does that manifest itself in terms of day-to-day uh you know as i say you see one percent or one percent down and back again you might have seen that typically over maybe a week or a month yeah but is it is it happening more within the days yeah. now is that is that and what's happening that's that,
1: that's that's very much the point that as as paul was saying there we've seen volatility decline mm. through 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 time and what we're seeing now is it being coming and manifesting itself in daily volatility. Right. And when we take a step back and look into it, you can look at, there's an index called the VIX index, mm-hmm. it's like the fear gauge, as, as people call it. And it gives you an indication <laughs> as how you should think about market moves in the coming 30 days. Mm-hmm. And when we look at that, you can see it's at slightly elevated levels relative to to s- recent past. And that's what's driving the, the mm-hmm. daily moves that we're seeing in, in the majority of asset markets. Mm-hmm. So that is part and parcel <laughs> yeah. of... I think it's Paul rightly says, some of these changes that we're seeing, Mm -hmm. changes in Mm -hmm. monetary policy working their way through, rising interest rates, hasn't been something Mm -hmm. that we've really had to contend with. Mm -hmm. But then we've actually, when you look at a long term chart and take a step back, we just have to go back to 2017, 2018 and we had rising interest rates. Mm -hmm. What we didn't have at that point in time is just the inflation backdrop that we have today. So it's maybe a combination, as, as Paul's pointing out, of factors coming together mm-hmm. that are heightening volatility. Mm-hmm. And probably a situation exacerbated by something that Mark said right at the start in mm-hmm. terms of that speed of change, the speed of news flow yeah. coming yeah. through. It's front and centre of, of everybody's uh, mind mm. they want to make changes they, they potentially mm. step in and do something mm. in the market and that I think is just a, a culmination of, yeah. of many of those factors together that are heightening volatility and heightening the sensitivity yeah. of of
0: the market to, well, to use flow. and on the on the speed of change point of view market that you you rightly touched on as well I mean doesn't this just go to the point that trying to if you like react to markets and you know you hear you, you hear online don't you about people who fancy their chances as a day trader and I'll do it all yeah. myself and but but by the time then where things are you're always operating if you like uh, behind the curve if you're trying to do that because what's it's already happened doesn't it you'll yeah. never be able to respond that quick Absolutely. and you yeah, have Peter. equipment here and terminals here and yeah. all the all and all the expertise that can that can get you as close to the moment as you can but you've got no chance sitting at home trying to rea- no. react to that no. have you really there's
2: a couple of things that are different Peter than, than uh, previous years first of all that Everybody looks at the equity markets, which is understandable. That's where the news flows. That's where the you know the, the headline grabbers, whether it's it's Elon Musk Trying to buy Twitter, or you know, how he's how he's some Tesla shares just by opening yeah. his mouth at one period of time, the bond markets, the you know, the, the that's that's where there's been a lot of um, volatility, which is unusual, and the the effect of that volatility is seen in the lower risk portfolios that we're managing, defensive, cautious, and to a certain extent balanced, mm-hmm. and it. it I'm not sure where somebody sitting at home would go to get information about bond markets. Mm-hmm. Whereas equities, yes, you could plug in and you could have a look, you know, you could just look at FTSE one hundred and the component parts of that. Um so so our job over the last few months and going into the future is just to say, right, well, let's take another look at the way that the, the funds and the portfolios are made up. Mm-hmm. For example, Paul, when he's running money in America in, in the in the growth aligned fund range, the the one way to get access is through a market weighted Tracker, which you're just buying every share, say the S and P five hundred, mm-hmm. in the, the in in correspondence with the size of the company. Now, Paul's made a change to the way that that they buys the U S market in that fund, and rather than me
4: explain it, I'll I'll hand over yeah. to Paul to do that. Yes, yeah, so that you just take the five hundred and equally five hundred companies in the index and equally weight them. So you get that diversification benefit, you take away some of those extreme valuations in some mm-hmm. of those stocks, like so, Apple, Amazon, Google, and you get a much different sensitivity in terms of factor. We talk about value factor, um, mm-hmm. and it's highly correlated to that. Mm-hmm. So you can get different exposures um, through different indexes yeah. that we use. And yeah. I think that's maybe another point to bring out. There's
1: there's two things maybe in, in the comments there, but one is thinking about that change within the market environment itself and that feeding into to, to volatility where we've seen certainly over uh, recent weeks some of those large US growth technology companies reporting their, their first quarter results and you know, Very much outside share price reactions. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody saw Netflix in terms of it falling 40% when it brought through its results, Amazon similarly. So there is volatility at, at a stock level as mm-hmm. well as at an index level, which yeah. when you bring that together, it, it's exacerbating mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. dynamics that we're seeing. But very much as, as Paul's mentioning there, the other thing that's going on is the difference in how styles are performing yeah. within equity markets. So growth as a style yeah. has been, has had a terrible year um so far a terrible month last month but value has had a very good month as well and yeah. those are the nuances that it's very hard to pick up on just from reading a headline mm. but there's a, the underlying dynamics within markets are, are well, well this, this this goes to another
0: of the of the principles of, of of true potential that that i know your the portfolios are founded upon which is advanced diversification yeah. and we've talked about the s p you know as, as one index there but i mean you know if i invest or a client invests a pound or a thousand pounds or whatever into one of our portfolios. There are thousands of holdings within that. And Absolutely. just explain to maybe there are a lot of new clients on watching all the time and watching the YouTube channel for the first time. So if they've perhaps missed it, just explain what we mean by advanced diversification yeah, and why it's sure. why it comes into its own at this sort of time.
4: Yeah, there's different ways to think about diversification and think about the different components, look at different asset classes. Mm. So think about equities, bonds, yeah. commodities, FX, We can also think about through currencies. We can also think about uh, geographic regions, so investing in the US, investing in the UK. Advanced diversification is taking it that step uh, above and thinking about investment styles. So you can get managers that are stock pickers. You can get managers that invest passively in just index products. You can get managers that just invest in fund of funds. Uh, or manager or managers so there's multiple layers and that just enhances the level of diversification Mm. Mm. and ultimately give the client a smoother journey especially at times when volatility spikes Mm. and uh, that's what we believe in and that's Mm. what works for us. It's the
0: not all eggs in one basket. Exactly. Exactly and I think added
1: to that you have how managers and different managers get diversification within asset classes. Mm-hmm. So as, as we were talking there about the equally weighted S&P exposure versus just market cap weighted mm-hmm. S&P exposure. And that translates itself also into to the bond market mm-hmm. and how our managers allocate capital within that mm-hmm. that market. And it's one of those things that I think you know, Mark's brought it to the fore. It That has been the driver of what's been happening yeah. in, in asset <coughs> markets this year but it's not in the front of any newspaper really no yeah and it's it's one of those things that we try through our communications with morning markets to to try and bring to life some of those dynamics mm. with, within the bond market and one of the key things about the diversification within the portfolios is our managers have been much shorter duration mm. so they haven't been on longer dated uh, bonds mm. been shorter duration and that's another way of yeah. bringing just diversification into yeah. it. so it's very easy for us to slip into the way and think about and discuss it in a, a very general way, but it's actually the specific mm-hmm. ways that managers can implement and can bring diversification well, to just, the solution just is crucial.
0: Let's just dig into that a little bit more, then, when you talk about the managers. So I guess what we mean by that, Mark, is that if, if, you, if you're investing a sum of money into, say, the balanced portfolio, within that portfolio, you're going to have, as Jeff and Paul say, a little bit of, say, UBS's view of the world and their style and how they go about it. We yeah. also complement that with a bit of, say, Goldman's and a bit of... Well, you can you can tell us exactly how, how the, the fund managers we work with, but that's the power of you know, like the portfolios that you've overseen and these guys have built. Is you're getting all that influence? You, you're getting
2: influence. You're getting expertise. You're getting research, Peter, all in one place, and it's active management. Mm. So if you if you sit there passively and just take what the index is going to deal with you you'll get the return there what we've got to do is intelligently apply the information that we have to to shape the portfolios and to shape them in in the best way we can for the future Mm. we've always felt that a a forward-looking view is better than than simply reverting back to your starting point which would Mm. rebalance to that that Mm. simple model Mm. they have to evolve because Again, we'll repeat, the world is moving so quickly. And I, I introduced the bond markets, so I'll come back to equities. And if you think about what's been thrown at the equity market in the last two years, mm. it's it's probably a century, if not a century, and a half of events. Mm. You've had COVID, yeah. you know, and the, 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 the lockdown, the supply chain which will um, restrictions, which we'll come on to in a moment. We've had war in Europe, which is still ongoing. Um, and again, that has an, an effect and it, it, it feeds into inflation. And then you've got the economic side of it with, with inflation, as I mentioned there, and central banks role in trying to control that. And there, one, and the, 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 the um, lever that they pull is interest rates and we've seen that as Jeff was Mm -hmm. saying there today and just before we came in the BBC headline was interest rates at the highest point that they have been since 2009. Mm -hmm. So you think right okay we'll have a look at this that's 1% Mm -hmm. but it's not 1% on savings rates the increases that we've seen in the States and in the UK will, well, will or will not find their way through into savings rates Mm -hmm. which are still sub 1% Mm -hmm. so Part of the reason that we we look at asset-backed investment mm-hmm. is historically that's been the best way to to protect your money to grow your money. We still believe that to be the case, mm-hmm. um, and there's no real alternative, mm-hmm. no real alternative. Yeah. Yes, you need cash, and Neil, you know this is part of the the planning process.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Keep three months, four months yeah. cash yeah. accessible. Yeah. Invest the rest. Set your goal. Mm-hmm. Set your how much by when mm-hmm. and then leave that rest yeah. of it to us we'll manage the money and we'll also show you progress
0: towards that and, goal. and we should just say you, know, you touched on the, the managers there uh, it's not just your expertise in this no, building no. at all. you know there are then thousands of employees yeah. at the, the likes of UBS Goldman Sachs Allianz and so on and, 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 then and again, we, the new managers on board we're all, giving, all working on our behalf yeah, yeah. that's
1: what the clients are getting, yeah. getting access to those things that you know historically wouldn't have been available mm-hmm. to them so you know, if you think impulsive a single point yeah. is getting across mm-hmm. that, that fund manager mm-hmm. network and that expertise working for them. And that's, that, that's one level of, 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 of the, the, I suppose, the diversification mm-hmm. within the, the mm-hmm. solution, but also the active management. Mm-hmm. And that active management, I think, is at two levels. Mm-hmm. You've got that active management, which is ongoing within the individual funds that mm-hmm. our partners are, are looking after for our clients. But then you've also got the allocation changes that, that Chris and the team are making there, to those managers as well so changes at the fund level but then changes at the (coughs) allocation level so an actively managed solution seeking to deliver those goals for our our clients
0: yeah and neil just to come to you then i mean we've talked to there around the kind of expertise that there is in this building and then with our partners as well from a client's point of view who may well genuinely have Mm -hmm. um you know genuine concerns having picking up the newspapers and things like this Mm -hmm. and seeing that seeing stories of volatility is the message look you've made the best decision you're likely to make, which is to invest in the first place. Mm-hmm. Back, your, back, your, back that decision that you made, yeah. trust in the process, trust in the experts, trust in their expert partners, and just keep your eye focused on that long-term goal. Is that what we should be saying?
3: Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the conversations is, you know, with clients is just what
0: um, Jeff and Mark have talked about. We, we, we talk about the
3: diversification of the portfolios. We talk about the asset allocation within the portfolios, how they work. Um, we talk about maybe medium to long-term goals. Um, which is you know is is more relevant with within a pension Mm -hmm. um, because it's longer term and you know 25 30 years Um, and that's the message that we give to our central clients Um, and once they listen to that and once they listen to how the portfolios the makeup of the portfolios how we work how we take a a longer term approach um, which may not apply to everybody but especially in relation to their own personal risk Mm. and how that asset allocation is built up within their own personal risk um, they are more assured uh, when when we spend them. I think that's an important
1: point to, to bring out that the the clients when when clients join us, they go through the the risk tolerance yeah, questionnaire, their attitude to risk, and clearly then we're aligning the portfolios yeah. with that, that attitude and to it's risk. Al- and it's that's almost that's,
3: like a replay of their circumstances, yeah. what they've what they've done yeah. in the past, and where they currently are. Yeah. And once they can see the whole picture, then yeah. you know it's a client's uh, it's a
2: snapshot of a period of time and. I, yeah. I, it, if there is a failing in the, 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 the questionnaires that are, are out there in the market, is, it doesn't take into account the client's state of mind at that point yeah. in time. You, if you see somebody at four o'clock and have had a great day, yeah. they might answer those questions differently. Yeah. They've had a rotten start to the day uh, and you come and ask them with that. The other thing that we've, we've built in with the technology of course is the ability to top up the investments. Mm. and. Uh, you know, in the early days of True Potential, David came up with a great example. He was saying if your journey, your goal in a journey is to get from Newcastle to London mm-hmm. and you set off driving and you run out of petrol in Peterborough, yeah. you don't stay in Peterborough. You yeah. fill your car yeah. full of petrol to get to London. Well, there's nothing wrong with Peterborough, but by the, the way, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Peterborough. You usually see it about 100 miles an hour as the train flies <laughs> through it. But, that, the, 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 you know, that story, it apply to your investments. Yeah the technology, go into the app. If you've, if you've got money and you can put it away, put it away, add to it, you know. And that might well, Warren, Warren Buffett might be asked the question, yeah. when's the best time to invest? Yeah. He said, when you've got money. When you've got money.
0: Well, it does play into another point around an opportunity. Now, I know we can talk about this, uh, you know, or you could appear to be talking about it flippantly, but we're not flippant. We understand that volatility uh, is part and parcel of investing. But with volatility, Paul, comes opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I know that you are working on all of our clients behalf to find the opportunities that exist in periods of volatility. How do you do that? Explain a bit about that process and what it means. You know,
4: I think it's we don't just take uh, what happens on one day, we look Mm. at broader trends, what's happening. We know we're in a regime where inflation is high. Mm. At some point it will begin to moderate. It may have peaked already. What's the next regime thinking about disinflation? What are the assets that typically Mm -hmm. do well in a more of a disinflationary Mm -hmm. environment? Um, So at the moment, we still believe we're in this inflation regime and that inflation is going to be stickier Mm -hmm. for this year and well above the uh, central bank targets. So we are preferring to be in large cap businesses, Mm -hmm. those with strong balance sheets, stable cash flows coming in, Mm -hmm. favoring UK equities still, FTSE 100 Mm -hmm. specifically, Mm -hmm outward looking, global mm-hmm. in nature, benefiting from some of the weakness that we're st- seeing in sterling, commodity sensitive sectors in there. And that's doing well for us year mm-hmm. to today. It's actually delivering us a positive return. Yeah. We're still a little bit cautious within fixed income. Yeah. We're adding incrementally to sovereigns and UK gilts where uh, bond yields are repriced significantly, um, but preferring alternative assets over fixed income still. And that's been the place to be. Uh, and year-to-day performance from our alternatives has been exceptional. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we've focused not only within Growth Aligned, but within the true potential portfolios Mm -hmm. um, for a number of years really, knowing that bonds are expensive, Mm -hmm. preferring to take alternatives and that is continuing.
2: I think you've also got to look at the positives as well. And, and, uh, you know, not rose-colored glasses and there's opportunities out there. And I mentioned Warren Buffett just before there, Berkshire Hathaway have put $58.1 billion into the US market just last week. Mm-hmm. So there's a, the, that's commitment. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody who sees through the headlines um, uh, and is, is making absolutely hard and cold investment decisions mm-hmm. to, to employ capital yeah. into the market on behalf of clients. And, um, you know, that that's our philosophy. We've, we've got to do the best for our clients.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why we're here, Peter. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that in terms of your looking for opportunities, but from a client point of view... And you mentioned impulse say, before, and maybe it's a hard concept to get your head around. But but equally, it's a very simple one. That if markets are down, effectively, as you said before, Jeff, you know, you mentioned, I think you mentioned Amazon and Netflix and, and other, organ- other other companies like that. If markets are down, effectively, you could be buying through your portfolio a share in those companies at a discounted rate. Yeah, and I think
1: the the, the point that, that Paul was making there is, is, is crucially important in that regard. It's about thinking about when we're building portfolios and structuring them, what are the longer term themes that Mm -hmm. we want to have exposure to Mm -hmm. and that's when you can actually use shorter term market movements Mm -hmm. to take advantage of those and continue to reinforce that theme that you're taking. Mm -hmm. It's not in any way that we're saying actually something has changed and we want to do that today Mm. it's actually about there's a long-term strategy that sits behind Mm -hmm. the investment approach that we're taking and that's what we're seeking to to bring in and exploit when you're getting volatility creating those opportunities like you say and that's that's the crucial difference between thinking about it am i going to day trade it Mm -hmm. or actually am i taking the opportunity that's been presented because it fits with my long-term investment strategy which when you, you you think about that that's very much what we do within the portfolios but it's what clients are doing mm. as well, thinking about how do we help them ch- achieve their goal. Mm-hmm. That's their long-term strategy. Our long-term strategy is to position the portfolios yeah. to deliver that.
0: Yeah, uh, and Neil, perhaps the best advice we could give, as well as uh, you know, stick to your goal and 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 what you originally said, would be speak to your advisor. Yeah. People like you who are out there, you know, at the end of a, a secure message, at the end of a phone, at the end of an email to, to pick up. Your yeah, clients. I've there's, got any there's many
3: ways to contact the, you know, the head office advisors or your true potential advisor. Um, you've mm-hmm. got a lot of facility on the app where you can, like you said, Peter, contact through secure message. Mm-hmm. Um, or we've got a great customer care team upstairs mm-hmm. um, who are in constant contact with um, our clients, our central clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our advisors are having conversations with clients, you know, every day. Um, quite a quite a few conversations, and myself, I've talked to clients about the, the current performance of the portfolios and the long term outlooks, and like I said before, the other the, the the diversification of the portfolios. But yeah, I mean, we would strongly recommend that if um, you you're uncertain about a couple of things, or you maybe just want
0: a refresh, or a lot of clients have annual reviews, mm-hmm. please contact your financial advisor. Yeah, well said. Um, right, killer question then, <laughs> but you all knew was coming, so nobody can complain. Um, <laughs> Looking forward then, let's, let's try, if we can, without making any wild predictions, and, and as you say, Mark, it's a brave man to predict what's going to happen this time tomorrow, let alone a month mm-hmm. ahead. But, but I guess, what, what trajectory are we on? By, by we, I mean, you know, global markets and, and the economy and all the rest, yeah. if you could just maybe answer that easy question in, in sort of 30 seconds, Jeff. About 30 seconds. 30 seconds, right. <laughs>
1: um, well, I suppose there's, there's a couple of components to that, that question if we think about it, where markets are forward-looking. Discounting mechanisms, so yeah. they certainly are trying to price some of the things that we've been talking about And where that's probably most evident is is back to the bond market where we have seen quite a significant move Over the course of the, the start of this year in terms of where bond yields have got to mm-hmm. And at one point earlier in this week the US 10 year was at 3% Close to where interest rate expectations are So one could make an argument that the market is starting to reflect that changing interest rate psyche and has really priced it in there. And again, when you think about some of the the equity markets as well, you think about NASDAQ, if we want to take that as a proxy for for US growth, it's down over 20% year to date. So you're starting to see some pockets of where things may be pricing um, some of the the worst of that outlook into them. Um, But in terms of trying to call, When that is, it's exceptionally difficult. And that's not what we're trying to do at True Potential. We're trying to position our portfolios to deliver for clients through that investment cycle. Mm -hmm. And if we look back through history, we look back through the, since the, the portfolios were put in place, that's certainly what they've done. When you think about the crises that we've had to deal with, we're speaking about now about changes in interest rates. But even if we were to go back two years ago, it was COVID, go back before that, we all forget President Trump <laughs> and the trade wars with China so yeah. m- asset markets have to deal with these things in the background but they do yeah. and they look forward to how they then can earn returns going we, forward. We,
0: we did a whole year of podcasts on Trump yeah. didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean it was great content for an entire year every yeah, tweet yeah. was, you know, we're talking about volatility now I mean he yeah. was that was volatility generated by what, 200 and whatever it is characters. <laughs> yeah. uh, do, do you miss him? <laughs> <laughs> it going to not take 30
2: seconds. For
0: well, look, let, Mark, I'm, for, for a kind of closing comment, I'll, I'll come to you. Um, as I say, you know, you set this business up in 2007 with the other four senior partners. It's a thriving business. And I'm not going to give the game away on the annual report, but it's coming out soon. And, uh, and, and let's just say that this is a business that is, uh, well, thriving mm-hmm. uh, and, and thriving and proud to manage uh, our clients' money as well. What is your overriding message to to clients watching this or listening to this podcast who perhaps have seen the news they've sent comments in what's your message to them i think the the main
2: message is if you've set your goal stick to it and let us let us navigate through the volatility if you haven't set a goal for your investment Mm. you're kind of in the wind a little bit so go back speak to your advisor and set a goal so you know your expectation of where you want to be and by when Mm. And um, we, we will manage the portfolios and we report back to you and you can see exactly how you're progressing towards that goal. It's, we set up the business, Peter. We had a business plan that we, we wrote even before we'd set up True Potential. It was there. We knew what we wanted to achieve for the company and we're just about there. It will evolve. Of course it evolves, um, but stick to your goal. And that's, that's the, the, the message I've got. Our job is to to reassure Um, we are constantly looking at the portfolios we we've brought in some new investment partners this year and they're they're betting in very nicely Mm -hmm. um but we we make impartial decisions Mm -hmm. based on the information that we've got so it's fact-based we interpret that and we put it into action in the portfolios Mm -hmm. um and we are very very mindful of 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 clients and the way clients are seeing the news the way clients are seeing the reporting that we give and we've got to make we must must correspond and we must communicate Mm -hmm. with everybody in a clear way so that it it's it's not to say that we want to turn everybody into investment nerds like paul um, (laughs) but you've got to understand what's happening and by understanding and by giving giving everybody information it means that a client can make an informed decision yeah, yeah, absolutely. and hopefully that will be top up the investment if you have money if you need to top it up mm-hmm. but just enjoy it as much yeah. as you possibly can yeah, yeah. because we are looking well, after I, think it.
0: That's it. I think that's it and and um, I mean very well said and I think again speaking as a as a client as well as anything else I, I think you know my my takeaway is from this podcast is you know, back the two people you've already backed which is number one yourself you've made an investment you've done the right thing now back the people the second people which is these guys and their fund manager partners who look after your money and uh, and work you know incredibly hard to do so and i see that with my own eyes and they they they're working very very hard and uh, uh, and yeah back yourself and, and these guys right um before we close off it's a bit early to ask what you're doing for the weekend because as we said at the start we are doing this on a thursday afternoon um, but uh, so I won't ask what you're doing for the weekend yet, Neil. I suspect you probably need a bit longer to plan your weekend. I know they're very detailed. Um, but what are you doing? What What is you looking ahead to? Maybe to Friday. What is the the main thing you're looking forward to on Friday? What, what What's the thing that you're looking forward to most, Neil? Apart from a beer. Well, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd leave that till five thirty if you wouldn't mind. I, mean, I, you know, I know it's been known to catch you in the kitchen having a pint at twelve o'clock. I'm, but gonna, I I'm I'm trying to clear my inbox
3: then because we are going on the road, so we're going of course on the seminars. So we'll be visiting all of our Peterbrush? Yes. Well, mm, not not maybe it's not not that close. <laughs> no. London. Yeah. It's the closest, I think. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna be going up and down the country, yeah. um, north and south visiting all our advisors um, yeah. and spreading the good word for what we've got to to see around the portfolios and you know what mm-hmm. we're launching new. So yeah, I'll be I'll be clearing the inbox before we, we
0: get on the plane. Yeah. And probably, and I would think also getting feedback from the advisor. So again, to clients watching yeah. and listening to this, you know, yeah. we're out there talking to advisors to get yeah. get the feedback that they're getting from their clients as well. So the yeah. seminars would be good for that as well. I would yeah, think. correct. Yeah, good. Yeah, Paul, what's the highlight of your Friday? What are you looking
4: forward to most? I'm looking forward to waking up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. <laughs> 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 Realising. That so are we, by the way? way. <laughs> <laughs> All being well? No, I've got the day off tomorrow, so I can oh. have a lie in. Uh, yeah. And uh, have a relaxing day. Oh
0: good, well I've got a job for you uh by the way for your Friday, which is uh you are the uh designated presenter. Well you and Chris uh jointly shared uh presenters of the month. I feel like we should have had Chris, you know, given it's about relaxing and staying calm. I feel like we should have had our resident scouser <laughs> calm down, calm down <laughs> on the podcast day, <laughs> but never mind. Um but you can pop that on your uh thank you. On your on your staircase or in the toilet somewhere, I don't know where. But uh, <laughs> uh, well done on that one. Uh Mark, your Friday. I just did you see how grateful Paul was to get that report
2: yeah. and have like, and how excited he was?
4: Well he shared, isn't it? I don't, of I don't you. know whether he's also
0: blocking out camera two's <laughs> v- v- view of Jeff. I don't know whether he is or not. But uh, Paul, uh, t- would,
2: I, I, I would have kept that away from the camera. I would have taken it upstairs and cut Chris's head off <laughs> yes. it. Yes. And you are presenter of the month. Yes. And yeah. scribbled so yes off. <laughs> and, and that and that would go. have done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for yeah. me, this weekend, much like No, 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 Neil, no,
0: not the weekend. I want to know about Friday first.
2: Okay, Friday. Yeah. Um, well, we'll be going back now to see what's happening in the US markets. Yeah. Tomorrow's a, a very busy day. Friday, it's not a wind-down day at all for, for yeah. us um, cracking on. And Then Sunday, Peter, I'm going to see Newcastle play Manchester City. Yes, um, and then on Monday, we hit the road around the country. Yeah, you're where? Well, and the first stop is uh, here, and then we're going to Strathclyde. Yeah, Strathclyde, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Followed yeah, by north, uh, the north, yeah. across to yeah. Ulster and then Manchester into Leeds, then back up uh, the A1. From I hope
0: that I think that's been incredibly useful and, and reassuring. I hope it has been for, for you listening and watching as well. Don't forget, by the way, to subscribe to True Potential's YouTube channel, because if you do that, you'll get this kind of content, this, these kind of uh, podcasts straight to your phone uh, or whatever device you watch them on. And we will also get Morning Markets and Jeff and the team are here every single day to give you the, uh, to cut through a lot of the noise, frankly, and just give it to you straight as it is and explain what a lot of uh, it means. So do subscribe uh, and uh, you'll never miss a beat. But for now, thanks very much for watching. Bye for now.
2: Subscribing to the True Potential YouTube channel is quick and easy. Simply go to the channel on your desktop or through the YouTube app on your phone and click the subscribe button. You can then press the notification bell symbol if you wish to be notified as and when new videos are released. Doing this is a great way to keep yourself updated with market developments and personal finance insights. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed and we look forward to continuing to help you do more with your money.